everyone. Welcome back to the show. This is Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. We've been off for a little bit of time, but we're rocking and rolling. We're back in the recording studio and hope you guys will enjoy the show with me. I guess I am Greg Scott, the host. I should tell you that, right? And with me, I've got two great buddies. Who's with me today? Jay Beaverton and uh, Tommy G. Almost forgot my All name. Right. <laughs> Tommy G. It's been that long. <laughs> yeah, right. Who's Tommy? I don't know. Yeah. Who's Jay? Anyway, if you're new to the show, thanks for tuning in. If you're a returning listener, as always, we enjoy uh, making these for y'all. But uh, this is Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. The show is literally what the title says. We do beard stuff. We talk about beard products, beard reviews, uh, shave every once in a while, maybe sometimes. We do brews, any kind of beverage that has malt or uh, barley or really anything that's kind of brewed that has alcohol on it. And we do reviews of that, which we got one lined up for today. We do have one lined up for today. Absolutely. And just as the name says, we do bourbon. So bourbon whiskey, we got whiskey with the E, whiskey without the E, anything that's a, a aged spirit, hopefully in some oak casks is our friend. And hopefully you enjoy it as well. And we're doing a review for that too. And lastly, if you stay to the end of the show, we have the silent B, which is all the parts that don't really fit in the show. It's super R rated. So, you know, careful there. And we'll probably talk about, I don't know, AI art or something fun like that. We'll we'll see where the, the tides take us. And with that introduction, let's just jump right in. So uh, what, are we, what are we doing for beer? Well, it has been a while, but so we're, uh, we're starting off with something uh, pretty powerful. It's going to be a double IPA. It's a hazy Ooh. double IPA from Stone Brewing called <laughs> Fear Movie Lines is the actual title, but the words are the... The capital letters are FML on the can. That sounds familiar. FML. It is. Hmm, what could that be? Um, <laughs> you could say it, man. Go for it. <laughs> I don't know. He said the rated R stuff doesn't come till later. I don't want to start with the rated R. We stuff, all get one F mean. word, okay? You can use yours now if you really want to. All right. Uh, f- my life is basically what FML stands for. In uh, still, kids are still saying these days. I don't think they, they are, man. It? It's all FOMO, isn't it? It's not FML anymore. Yeah, I guess so. Because, yeah, it's all like abbreviations and stuff. But, yeah, that's, but uh, they say it stands for fear moving lines. But back back to the beer itself, it says double IPA on the can, Haiti double IPA. Beer Advocate has an imperial IPA, which maybe in other shows I've said it's the same basic thing. Imperial and double basically mean the same thing. Okay. Yeah, I I could see that. I mean, I I prefer the term imperial, but maybe there are certain parts of the world who don't like to think about the the colonialism that imperial implies. So, yeah, I think a lot of beers are going back to double and triple. They're kind of staying away from Imperial because you don't really see Imperial on maybe stouts more often than not, but not really IPAs anymore. I don't think it's hard to abbreviate it. IIPA doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. You're right. I, sure although I think, I think uh, Six Point did that because they have a, they had a double, like they had an IIPA, but I don't think, I don't know if it's still around, but. A dip is a lot easier to say. Double IPA, right? But it's a yeah. double H, so it's like D-H-I-P-P-A. Uh, that's hard. I think I've seen D-I-P-A. Yeah. But where's the hazy? Can you put like a Zebba? I guess you could. Um, double hazy. Zebba! Not doing that impression anymore. But yeah, it's an 8.5%. At least it has your own beer advocate. I think that's what's on the can. It's fairly highly rated. It's like 91 out of a score of 100, of course, from Stone Brewing out of California. They've been around for a while. They're one of the 
like with Doug Dawfish said, they were one of the first big, bigger craft guys. Yeah. I don't see the IBUs off the top of my head here. Where are they? Yeah, they don't list the IBUs on the can either, do they? Nope. No. Hops, they list the two types of hops. God, this is really hard to read. <laughs> it's yeah. a white background with a silver font, which is horrible. We don't want you reading this. Yeah, but it's, it's brewed here in uh, Richmond, Virginia, so that's cool. Nice. I, for, I forget that they uh, they have like breweries everywhere. This is my first stone beer in a while. I was trying to figure out what uh, if I've had any of these. I know, I'm sure I've had the regular IPA. Well, did it stone do like Arrogant Bastard? Is that an entirely different group? Yes. No, they did it. No, they did do Arrogant Bastard. Okay. That's how I remember stone. At least that's my first my exposure to them. I was big into enjoy by for a while because that would come out every few months, but then I just kind of, it kind of fell off for me, to be honest. I, I, I my like, eh, quality, quality didn't seem to be up to my standards, I guess. So I just kind of moved on to other things, but. Well, yeah, I'm going to crack my guy open here and then maybe we'll find those IBUs listed somewhere and uh, we'll, we'll try to enjoy this. We'll tell you what it tastes like. Exactly. It's going to be hazy. So it's going to be, it should cut the bitterness at least a little bit. So to sound like a complete retard, sorry, can't say retard anymore. Whoa. To sound like a complete noob, I know, I know, I don't want to give up the term retard. I'm hesitant because I grew up with that term, and it's 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 it's. Uh, Did you really I, grew up that term? I grew up retarded, so you know, I wrote the short bus. <laughs> so it's hard to let it go, man. It's like watching the truffle shuffle on Goonies, and they're making you know fun of a fat kid, and like God, that's fucked up, man. That's my one. Uh, yeah, it's this doesn't it doesn't fit the times anymore, but. I'm not quite ready to give up retarded, but uh, I won't die on that hill. <laughs> but to, to be the noob, describe hazy. What's the difference between a hazy and a regular IPA? That's a good question. I completely forgot. I used to know this. I'm completely drawing a blank on why. We are professionals, folks. We are professionals. Yeah. I forget. <laughs> it's like, like, like New England style. That's basically where high hazies came from. I completely forgot what they add to it to make it hazy. It's kind of the same thing as an IPA, but they uh, don't filter it. So it's uh, unfiltered, which kind of gives you that haziness and the cloudiness. And then some of the yeast and uh, grains that they use could cause it to, uh, as part of the haziness also. Okay. So it's a unfiltered, unfiltered gives it the haziness. Interesting. Yeah. I like, I like Stone's description here. It's a skip the filtration step, leaving the, leave behind the extra goodness from the grain and hops. Good description, Tommy. Thanks for letting us know. I've been drinking hazy IPAs forever, but uh well, it's interesting though. Then is it a marketing thing? Because like aren't a bunch of Belgiums and like unfiltered beers a thing? So I think New England IPAs are what really pushed it forward. Cause I'm seeing I am seeing a lot more of those out there now, even like more traditional breweries are putting out a hazy version of whatever IPA they have just to compete or just to have something in that kind of category. Which makes sense to make IPAs. Let's make one hazy too. So you ready to try this thing? Absolutely. The nose is like, I've got nothing on the nose, man. <laughs> I don't know if it's my nose is broken today or, or what. It's not as, like a lot of hazies are very floral. This is not as hazy as some of the ones I've had recently. I mean, a slight, a slight floral, not much citrus, maybe some sh- sweetness, some sugar, maybe. Maybe that's just a flower. Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to get anything off the top. Get a little like woodiness, or yeah, I agree with that. Some stone fruit, 
I can't actually tell you what stone fruit tastes like, but exactly sure. that's why I said it. <laughs> maybe a little apricot, maybe. Yeah, it's, yeah, I see that. Yeah, definitely that, that line. Maybe a little peach. Mm. And the color is it is more copper than hey like other hazies I've had. So it's I think it's like a stone is trying but not trying to do a hazy here. Yeah, it's not as like a. Cloudiness is in like a little, yeah, kind of like an orange. It's not, it doesn't have like that white, white uh, cloudiness. Right. Like a, almost like a creamy cloudiness. Yeah, I'd say that too. Yeah. If you didn't tell me it was a hazy and I looked at it, I, I wouldn't have guessed it as a hazy at all. Yeah. It looks pretty clean in there. Does it taste like a double, you guys? It tastes like a double, not an imperial, though. Mm. I mean, it tastes strong but balanced. It's not like overpowering, which some dip is have a tendency to be yeah it's not that super uh bitterness that you usually get from the dipo yeah and they from what i'm reading on beer advocate some of the reviews are like high in bitterness i'm like i'm not getting out bitterness really but then again i'm an ipa drinker so i yeah <laughs> the pilot's burned up yeah well if, if 15 ibus is a bitter beer then maybe it's bitter i don't know um, is that what it was did we find the ibus no we didn't i was just making numbers up uh, uh, <laughs> I was thinking back to our to our other uh, friend, Irish Giant, who like anything above 15 IBUs, he like sucks his mouth and goes and cries in the corner. Gotcha. Yeah, basically, yeah. Because he's a little... Yeah. Oops, did yeah. I say that? Oop. <laughs> Love you, man. <laughs> Website says it's 60 IBUs. 60. It's definitely bitter. It's just uh, it doesn't have like that super bitterness that you usually get from a double or imperial. I'm surprised. I don't really get 60 IBUs worth of bitterness, but maybe it's surrounded by, I don't know, some other flavors that just kind of offset it. The citrus and fruitiness is uh, definitely coming through more than the bitterness. You guys got the, the tall boy cans, right? Pints. Pints. Because like, like the picture I'm seeing on Beer Advocate, originally it was a 12-ouncer, not a, not a tall boy. Yeah, it's a tall boy. 16 fluid ounces. You know, it's a pretty good, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's good. You know, based on the name, I was like, this would be a freaking awesome beer. And it's okay. I mean, I'm not like super stoked one or the other. I don't know. Is that too harsh of a no. review? Stone is kind of falling off for me. I don't drink them as much as I used to. I can't, again, I can't remember the last beer I had from them besides this one. And it's it's decent. But again, it's, I can't remember what the price point was. Was it like $14.99, 15 Oh my god! That sounds right. Yeah, it's about 14, 15 bucks. Which isn't bad pack. for a six pack. You're getting a uh, a six pack of Tall Boys for that. Which, if you look at the beer pricing, craft beer is normally twelve ounces for six. But so it's it's a deal that way. I think it's a four pack, not a six pack. I, but I, I got a six pack. Yeah, mine was six. I I can't count. Maybe it was six. Maybe I drank a couple before the show. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the website says six by sixteen, and then they have a nineteen point two ounce. No, for the price point. That's not bad. I mean, yeah. eight and a half percent. That'll uh, that'll do its work pretty quick. Yeah, if you can find it, pick it up. Maybe give it a try, or if you see it's on tap somewhere, give it a shot. But yeah, it's uh, going back to the name. Originally, they said through movie lines, but they just they put FML on there to get you know get eyes on it, and whatever the promotion like promotional material that they put on there, that was the basic reason why. And then they probably changed it because retailers were. Oh, you can't have the word fuck on a beer. Sorry, that's two, but I need to, for emphasis, I need to say a second one because they don't, retailers are getting squirrely about putting that 
on cans. You no, know, what if the kids read it? I'm like, well, you're in a liquor store or you're buying beer. <laughs> what? Why are they doing a liquor store? Yeah. But whatever. I mean, yeah, it, you can still get away with it because there is a beer in here in Florida called Z, uh, ZFG, which is your fucks given. I, we're going to be sorry. We're using that word a lot. This show. But I worked in the business when they and when when it came out and it spelled it out on the can, even though not big letters like this one has. But the chief operating guy was like, get out of here until you until you get rid of that word. You can't have I'm like, it's a liquor store, man. Calm down. But. Yeah, we're just seeing this weird kind of you can't have that on a can thing right now. I'm like, okay, whatever. I wonder if uh, other places uh, called something FMO and they had to kind of put other words behind it just to uh, make it original. That's uh, true. Some kind of uh, copyright. I've seen that before, where uh, breweries will put out a you know a name and then they'll get cease and desist and have to uh, put some weird names behind those the letters or call it something a little different that is correct if you've ever been in the, the grocery store or brewery wherever not brewery because that's probably not gonna be it but if you are buying beer or wine and you see stickers like covering up little little uh art or whatever it's because the copyright they infringe someone's ip and so you know they've always got out in the wild already so they just usually just put a little sticker on top of it to kind of cover it up and you know then change the art at the back end and but so i don't know where i was going with that but you know it's a good segue into, I won't linger too much on this, but Stone sued Keystone. You remember that? Do you remember seeing anything about that? Uh, vaguely? over what? I don't remember what they sued him over, though, do you? Yes, because they put they shortened it from Keystone to Stone. And they put Stone on the cans. And they did this oh, man. promotional thing where, like, grab a stone. And, of course, was it the Eric, Eric Koch? Koch? Coach? But yeah, he uh, went after him, and apparently he won. I would hope so. That's <laughs> their title. But I would, as a beer drinker, I would never confuse Stone Brewing with Keystone. That's they're two completely different things in my mind. But yeah, but that's not how the court system works. It's like if you ask, if well, my understanding, which is shut, so uh, take it for a grain of salt. But if if an everyday man, if fifty percent of an everyday man would say they can't tell the difference, then that's enough to uh to have a, a warranty case so meaning like if you pulled in 10 people and 50 percent can pick stone ipa versus stone key keystone then that's that's what 50 percent means there yeah apparently they thought it was a personal attack on them and they, they took it personally and the, they awarded 56 million in the lawsuit and they had to take the they had to go back to keystone damn the dude that's a <laughs> that's a nice settlement it is i'll take that any day yeah. Wow. Yeah, there you go. So I know that I should just copyright every word in the English dictionary and make really crappy products, uh, marginally okay products, so then I can sue people if they, they infringe upon it. Yeah, that's apparently the uh, way we're getting more litigious now. So, I mean, hey. Well, I mean, like copyright trolls, I mean, that's kind of what they do. Yeah. Uh, usually it's software-based. I don't know a lot of <laughs> ones for beer. And I wouldn't even call this a troll. I mean, they obviously like... Someone in Keystone was like, you know, we need to improve our image. Let's uh, let's steal someone else's IP <laughs> or, uh, you know, borrow someone else's information and uh, see if we can get some hits on that. That's all yeah. conjecture. Yeah, it, yeah, I, yeah. Again, it's beer wars. The beer wars are never ending, really. I mean, we we just did not even touch on this, but you know, the whole thing with Bud Light and they're using that 
the marketing and just it's just it's fighting little kids over nothing. It's stupid. Oh, it's not over nothing. It's over billions of dollars, my friend. So yeah, but yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I guess yeah. When you're putting you put that much money into it, you're losing money. But it's just like InBev is a Goliath. It's a giant corporation. I I I still don't like. I'm not gonna serve that crowd in my restaurant. I'm like, it's come on. Uh, well, I don't even know where to go with that. You know, I was hating on both tastes. I was hating on both like before it was cool. So I was right. right. I'll finish up with that. <laughs> Stone Brewing, good. FML, FML good. <laughs> good. 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 Uh, good beer. Yeah. Okay, beer. Okay, beer. Yeah. I mean, great compared to other breweries such as Keystone, you know. Yes, I would agree with that. But I don't, I don't think I've ever had Keystone in my life. You've never, you've never done a, a case of Keystone? Come on, man. No. You remember back in the day, we're drinking the beasts. We're drinking. Milwaukee's best and uh, like Ice House and oh god, Ice House. What was the other one? Natural Light. Yep. And Natural Ice. Natural Ice, Old English, which is I think is malt. I don't think it's beer. Yeah, it's malt beverage. It's not. Yeah. Oh, forty-five. <laughs> My man. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> that, was that was a, a thing. That was a thing. That was a thing. You know, let's hope we don't get sued with all the stupid shit we just said. But uh, no, you know. we don't have any money. The point. That's enough shenanigans there. Let's uh, let's get in some new shenanigans. Let's hop on our new fancy rocket. Let's fly up to the International Space Station and talk about Beards in Space, a new movie by Kevin Smith. I kid. No. <laughs> no. I so, seen that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I like space news. Like, I like the International Space Station and, you know, the Falcon. Well, 8 million Falcons have already shot up into space recently. And so I was like, oh, you know. I was thinking about, I watch a lot of these astronauts and they've had some new ones come in recently. And a lot of them have like mustaches and, and, uh, or clean shaven. And it begs the question, like, what do you do in space? I've seen a lot of like NASA videos and like, or, uh, ISS videos talking about, you know, whatever they're doing, advertising, <laughs> advertising their spaceness, yeah. their sciences and whatnot, but they all have clean shaven faces or there's not like raggedy beards I would expect if you weren't shaving. So then I was like, well, how does one maintain facial hair in space? And so that's the next portion of the show. Now, when you first brought this up, I was like, it's an electric razor, right? You just use an electric razor because it, it, it collects mm -hmm. the the hairs already, right? So I mean, that's, but apparently they actually use straight, like the, not Bic style, but like the newer ones, like the Gillette Yeah, ones. like Gillette and Bic, like fancy disposables. I was like, what? Disposables in space? Really? I would have, I would have expected some kind of like Floby uh, type thing for your face. Just vacuum your face with a uh, yeah, kind of like an electric razor type thing. So that's what they do for their mustaches, mm -hmm. actually, to get the uh, the length. They put like a, a you know a guard on their vacuum razor thing, and then they suck up their their face for the mustaches, to make clean lines. But uh, shaving, they actually use like uh, Jim said, like a Gillette or a Bic or some other kind of you know five bladed disposable razor and they just they it's kind of fun if you guys you know the audience i recommend you go youtube it and uh they just use some fancy uh um what do you call it now he said astro something i thought i was gonna say astroglide i'm like no, astroglide yeah that's where i went to <laughs> it's astro shave i think is what it was but astroglide's a better name <laughs> for many many reasons but yeah, they, they put some master guide on the face and then they they shave it down and then use some paper towels, wipe it off, and 
throw it all in the bag. And it's very, not what I expected. Like I said, like Jim said, I thought they would be electric racer. That makes way more sense, but yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting, but yeah, he brings up the point where it's like, you don't want like the hairs getting loose. Cause they'll, they'll just float around. They're not going to go anywhere. They're just going to float. You, know, you, you either breathe them in or they get lodged in like all the technology up there. And that's, uh, that would suck after a while. Just you'd be floating through like hair. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine the equipment's pretty sensitive. So yeah, you'd probably don't want hair particles flying around. I think that's why they dyed their astroglide as well, because like it's a deep blue color, so you can maybe oh. find it and clean it if it gets any get away from them. Well, he's, he's it's magnetic too, and like when he shows like the the stuff, he everything has a magnet in it or attached to it. He just attaches it to like this wall that yeah. he's next to, and I'm like, that's a really great idea. That's cool though. I didn't know they had like yeah, it makes sense. I mean, if you I love watching when the astronauts come back to Earth. And they haven't like interacted enough to like remember how to do things. And so like they'll let go of a pencil expecting it to float in space because you know there's minimal gravity and then it just falls to the ground and they're like ah. <laughs> I only I only watched one video and it was I think just the astroglide stuff he was showing and then the, his little shaving kit had a he had like a look like just a travel shaving kit like hooked up on the wall and he was putting the stuff in there. So I'll have to go watch some of those other videos. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's definitely interesting. Like, like I didn't consider it. The only like, like thinking back on space movies, the only facial hair I can think of just popped in my head was Apollo thirteen, where they've been in the capsule for so long, and you can see mm -hmm. them. They haven't shaved for a while, and it's and like that's the only thing I can think of with astronauts that had like actual like facial hair and didn't shave. Matt Damon's Mars movie, which I cannot think of the title. The Martian. The Martian. I think he grew a nice gnarly beard. He did. I don't. I haven't seen it in a while, but I don't remember. But yeah, I, but I guess. But if you're like trying to stay alive, the last thing you're really concerned about is shaving. Maybe or hygiene. <laughs> yeah, hygiene probably goes pretty quick. I would think. Plus, like there are other hygiene videos too. If you get into that wormhole, there's like, <laughs> wow, that's funny. Wormhole in space. Hey, get I get it. Yeah, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, they like how to like wash your hair in space, taking a shower in space. Shave your legs in space. Yeah, yeah. Well, ladies got ladies got to do their stuff too. Yeah. Or man, or man. Yeah. Maybe I mean I could. I mean, you got these clingy suits on all the time. Maybe having like no hair on your legs feels good. I don't know. Get a manscape so you don't uh, so you don't pollute the suits with uh, your funk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. On that lovely note, I think we'll move on away from the funk of the spacesuit. Come on, guys, get fucking space. Fuck town. So we're going to disembark from the ISS, get in our shuttle, come back down to Earth, and celebrate with a nice tasty whiskey. And that moves us to the bourbon portion. If that was not a clear indication of the craft and the dedication I'm using for our show, today <laughs> we have... Alberta's premium cast string rye whiskey. So if you're not familiar with Alberta, they are a massive, massive company who makes rye whiskeys. Um, they, they're, I've seen them be compared to the MGP um, of America. They make a lot. They sell a lot of their barrels to other companies. Um, supposedly, uh, you know, Whistlepig sources some of their stuff from them, or at least they used to. They might have their own now. Anyway, they're, they're a big company. But this is their cast strength, and this is interesting because uh, I'm going to kill the story here, but we'll, we'll try. Basically, this came out in 2021, so we've been sitting on it for a little bit, and it gained a lot of like 
prestige or interest because Jim Murray, who's like this, you know, the bourbon Bible guy is like, oh, this is the best bourbon I had this year. And the, the, the stink here is like, he had a different batch. It was like a 62% ABV. And the, the one that released for 2021 for everyone to consume was like 66%. So what he had wasn't necessarily what we all ended up buying, which would be the FOMO, right? The fear of missing out. I got to buy this bourbon because I don't want to miss out. Long story short, we are having a 2021 edition uh, Alberta Premium Ass Strength 66% ABV. I don't know. You guys want to add a thing to the story before we uh, open this bad boy up and start drinking? Or actually, I'll probably open up now to uh, right. aerate it some. I mean, since we're talking about funk, let's go to Canada and drink some whiskey. Nice. Nice. I actually bought a bottle of Alberta and had no idea. It just happened to be on sale one time or it was on, I don't know, something. I'm wondering, I haven't opened it yet. I wonder if it's the same one that we're drinking. Yeah, again, I, I, I'm not usually, like, when I think Canadian whiskey, I think Crown, I think Canadian Club. I think, you know, this, just the, the stuff that's been around for a while. I, 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 I didn't do a thing where I just drink American stuff, but, but. I always forget that, yeah, rye is grown in Canada. I mean, Canada, that's where a lot of the rye crop comes from. So it makes perfect sense that there would be uh, there would be more Canadian rye. I think I have the same bottle. Excited. Hey, Tommy, what's, that the, what, what's the ABV on that bottle? Yeah, it's 66. Uh, this was probably back from 2001. 21. Uh, or, yeah, 21, sorry. Well, that's exciting. Okay. Well, hopefully we'll, we'll enjoy it. Yeah, I was getting into high... Uh, ABV whiskeys at the time. So I happen to pick it up. I'm excited that we're going to get to try it. I am excited <laughs> that you're excited. I think we're all excited to try this. Take some uh, nose right. notes. Hmm. A strong nose right off the top. Yeah, yeah, it That's is. Good. Usually Rise will have that kind of, that more, is it, can you use the word floral for whiskey? I mean, that's, I know we use that yeah. word a lot, but. Definitely, yeah. I get a like uh, kind of minty. Yeah, I, I see that. I, I see that. I, I smell that. That's what I should say. <laughs> that smells good. Yeah, it definitely has a like a, a kind of sweet floral nose. Very booty though. I can. I definitely smell the the ABV on this one. It's definitely it smells deep. It has like a deep kind of you know that 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 when you know that the proof is going to be up there it has that smell it's not a bad smell to have but it's just you can tell that it's rich it's like a richness is there eight do you know what the age statement is on us like how how old it's supposed to be it's supposed to be five years there's no age there's no age statement but it's estimated at least three is what i'm seeing on the website if at least three years age it doesn't have that like super strong alcohol like a young young alcohol smell so I don't get it. Yeah, off the nose, I don't get the like the super high proof. Oh, well, so I we'll guess that's different. <laughs> <laughs> you start getting into some of the higher proof ones, you can really tell. I mean, but this isn't super strong smell. So hmm. exciting. And what kind of color are we looking at here? My lights are off. I can't see. It's like a <laughs> deep, <laughs> okay. it's like a gold, gold color. Yeah. It's like amber. Light amber, man. These legs, though, Jesus, they are, you know, <laughs> she's six foot tall. <laughs> That's good. Well, gentlemen and audience members, salute. Salute. Skull. I'm getting a big caramel 
on on the very tip of my tongue with this. Oh, there's a burn. Woo! That's oh, getting me. It's getting me. Oh, that burn, Oh man, I was not expecting that burn. It's good, but it's just it's hitting me hard. It was pretty hot, and in the uh, initial tongue feel was uh, pretty hot. Yeah, that caramel kind of was delayed for me. It was like yeah, sip, and then uh, half a second later, oof. I did swish a little bit, so I didn't. Uh, probably didn't. Uh, I probably numbed it for the first couple of seconds. Ooh. It definitely hit me harder than I thought it was going to hit me. Wow, that's. It's not like a bad burn. It's just. It's just. It goes slow, 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 and then wham! It just hits you. Yeah, I get chocolate. Chocolate and mint on like uh, the nose now. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Like chocolate and like the kind of like the side of the tongue, mm-hmm. and like mint kind of on the tip of it. Mm-hmm. Second sip wasn't as hot for me. I just numbed all my taste buds. Yep. <laughs> my tongue does feel a little swollen. <laughs> that's that's how you know have the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely. The second time is is a lot easier than the first. But yeah, that's. There's a big richness in there. The mouth feels good. Yeah, it's it's, it's very deep. I, I get. I, I'm still getting that caramel mm-hmm. flavor when I first try it. Wow, that's uh, that's definitely different from some of the rides I've had. I mean, I just bought a Sazerac rye that I found when I was in Maryland, and I was drinking that. Nothing against that. I mean, I love Sazerac, but that's not. This is a different animal to, to that. That's a different animal for sure. It's it's. It's not spicy. It's spicy, but it's a different spicy than a rye. You know, it right. I don't get like the super rye notes that you would expect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's sweet. Unpleasant. I don't want to say it, it's not unpleasant, but yeah. Yeah, the sweetness really got me. I wasn't expecting that. I'm kind of glad we sat on this for a little bit because I remember what I, so I mean, I've had this bottle for, well, over what, two years now, something like that. And uh, it's, it's better than I thought it would be, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah. You know? You never know what you're gonna get, but yeah, definitely a different taste for me. I've never, again, I never, I don't have a lot of Canadian rhymes, but that's definitely an eye opener for me. That's, it's definitely worth like if I see a bottle of that, just like keep it on. This gets, but drink it very slowly. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you remember what the price point? Did we talk about the price point yet? No, we didn't. I think it retails anywhere between sixty and eighty dollars. I don't remember exactly where that price point lands. I think it was closer to eighty when I bought it. But memory is my memory is uh, like a goldfish or you know a toaster or something. It's not very <laughs> strong. I think I saw on the internet sixty, but my memory says eighty. So Google, do we have an answer, please? I'm seeing typically seventy-one to eighty-five dollars on the Googles. Okay, well that's in line. Yep. ABC here in Florida, seventy-five, seventy-four ninety-nine. Now. You know, it's it's cast strength, so then they've, they've reduced the caskness, <laughs> the strength of the next year because it's I think it's like sixty three or sixty two. So, but I, I I don't know. I'm okay with the sixty six. I mean, I want to drink more than like one at a time. But right, I don't know. I'd be curious to have them side by side. Yeah, definitely, definitely be interesting to try a newer one. So we think thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs sideways, thumbs up. Yeah, I think so. 75 is a little high for, but it is cast strength. So, yeah, I mean, the novelty, I guess, is a nice thing because I don't, I can't think of another product that would be similar. Yeah. Enough on my head. I'm definitely not mad I have a bottle. So that's good. 
<laughs> That's a good place to be. Yeah. The nose, if you just go back to the nose, you get a lot more chocolate and mint again. It's, it's really nice. Sorry, I'm just going to pour some more beer because I need to. <laughs> My throat's like. Well, you can put a little water in the drum. Water? <laughs> I might mellow it out for you. Yeah, Tommy, speaking of that, those high ABVs, I was in that, that I guess maybe 2020 to 21, 22, somewhere. There was like a, a couple of years where I was like, oh, this is so super high ABV. I must have it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I went through a couple of phases, like trying to find the cheapest stuff I could, the best cheap bottles, and then, you know, jumping up a little and getting like the, the best like $40 to $60 bottles, and then went into like the super high. Then I had, uh, I think, like an old Forester. Uh, 1920. Mm. Is, that, is that what it is? There's, there's, there's like five. There's like 1890, 1920. 18, 18, there, there's seven. Yeah. Whatever the, the higher one is. I got that and I was like the highest proof I had. So then I started chasing proof for a little bit. So side side note, granddad, old granddad, 114. It's a very nice high proof. Uh, yeah. Sub $30 bottle for those listeners who want something like that. Definitely. I, I think I just had a. Uh, we just had that at our last uh, whiskey group meeting. Uh, somebody had a bottle, and we were just sipping on that. It's it's definitely a good uh, cheap bottle. Yeah, for the price point, it's hard to beat something like that. Yeah, this is fun. I'm glad we did this. Mm-hmm. Yep, me too. Your lovely, lovely writing on the bottle, the sample bottle. <laughs> hey, man, that's pretty fucking clear. That's pretty good. I've learned that uh, sharpies don't make good writing utensils <laughs> so i've migrated into fine pit pins mm. i do like these uh the little cap bottles better than the the um the droppers yeah I, I i'll take the that was my bad i didn't it never really occurred to me that it would let air in and, and let other impurities in you know so yeah definitely i would have just assumed it was fine it's like you put this shit in your eyes. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, it's an eyedropper. Uh, although, if, you know, the news cycle would have you, well, not have you believe that there all are all of the uh, impurities that are in the eyedroppers and stuff. Like you can't use certain batches anymore because it makes people blind. And yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. It's like this can't, this company out of India who makes a bunch of it and then their plant was like super filthy. And then people, I think like eight people in the U S have lost vision or something like that, at least three. And then others have like said some pretty serious uh, side effects. Wow. Yeah. If you use eye drops, definitely check the label and uh, make sure your guys are okay. Internet audience. There's your PSA. Well, I think we've uh, reached the natural conclusion of the show where Greg Scott rambles on for about 10 minutes and uh, keep going. Go ahead. Yeah, I think that would be better served to go to the silent B. So I think that's the oh. direction we're going to head. All right. All right. All right. Well, gentle audience listeners. <laughs> Sorry. I think the, the 66 proof ABV is like really kicking in here. So uh, <laughs> I'll try to make this quick. Thank you for listening to the show. Uh, we are Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. I am your host, Greg Scott. I have two wonderful gentlemen with me today. They are... Oh, being affected by the 64-proof uh, Jay Beaverton. Enjoying the 66-proof Tommy G. Tommy G. Uh, whatever proof it was, I can't even read. <laughs> right on, right on, right on. 
So that is the show. We do I have the social medias. We do listen and we do enjoy your comments. So feel free to reach out to us and post us anything. We try to respond relatively quickly. Where are we located anymore, Jim? Well, we still have the website. I mean, it's it's, it's not going, it hasn't gone anywhere, right? BBBpodcast.net. Yep. It's still sitting in purgatory. Yep. And you can find us pretty much anywhere on, uh, you'll find the show. You've already found the show, obviously, but you can find us anywhere on like any pod servicing. We're finding the podcast are sold. We still have the uh, the Twitter account. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter's still there. Elon hasn't uh, kicked us off yet, and I am not buying the blue check. No, unless man. you give me, unless somebody wants to give me eight dollars a month, and then I'll transfer it to old Musky Musk. <laughs> it's at Bourbon Beards, which is which is a plug for our Patreon account. If you want to send us eight dollars a month, I have a blue check mark on the uh, <laughs> on the Twitter sphere. Was it bearded? Ah, oh, shit. What is it? Bourbon Beards. Bourbon it Beards. At, it's the same yeah. thing on TikTok too, isn't it? Urban, yep, on TikTok. Yep, yep. Although, you know, there's some stink on TikTok with the federal government. And who knows if that's TikTok's going to be around anymore. We'll see. Yeah, also, they know. might, you know, yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, let's not dive too deep into that. But okay. um, yeah, we also are on Facebook. Same title, same name, same great show. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it. And listen to the extra music. And then we'll meet you on the other side in the silent beat. All right, everyone. Thank you for making it all the way through that amazing extra music. Thanks, Bearded Edits, for putting that together. It's one of my favorite extra tunes. And now... We are in what some have said is the heart and soul of the show. Others had said, oh my God, it's so disgusting. Why would you talk about that? Said no one ever who listened to our show. Okay. I was like, <laughs> I was going to email whoever said that and be like, fuck yeah. you. Twitter war. <laughs> Let me get my keyboard, guys. Oh, no, my phone. So as you can tell, this is the extra spicy part of the show. If you have small ones with you, you probably want to not listen to this portion. There will be many F-bombs and other various vernacular of poor language. So there's your warning. Yep. Oh, I guarantee there will be some other stuff brought up too. Yeah. So Tommy, Jim, and I were shooting the shit earlier. Like, what kind of silent beat can we run today? And and, uh, I was like, well, I don't know. AI art is the the new NFTs. You know, it's super hot right now. I don't think they're going to die like NFTs. So maybe we'll talk more about the uh, the AI art hotness, and then uh, you know, because Google and uh, you know all the different various groups listen to us at our homes. You know, the Alexas and the series they uh, might spy on us. And then on my stream comes up, hey, have you seen this new AI art video? So I don't know how this is going to go. But we're gonna we're gonna watch a video of this AI art generated beer commercial because you know beers, brews, and bourbons, mm-hmm. and we're gonna try to talk about it afterwards. We might stream the audio, we might not due to copyright violations. We'll just kind of play it by ear, and then our prompt, Jim. What's our prompt for uh, our discussion? Well, has AI gone too far, or when will it go too far? And from what I know, this was like like Chat GPT or whatever, but it's visual was given a prompt. Say, hey, make a beer commercial. And this is what it made. Yeah. I will I will preface 
they had many prompts. They had the same prompt, make a beer commercial, and they stitched together a bunch of video clips from that AI generation thing. So it's not like the AI created this whole thing at one go. There was some human input in this. Mm. So, Hello, my name is Brian. I'm today's AI assistant on beards, brews, and bourbon. Greg Scott didn't send me the audio for the clips they are watching, so I have gathered their reactions as they watch. So all I can say is, enjoy this i guess uh so the authors put over uh smash mouth's uh all-star <laughs> i don't even know where to start man that was horrifying to watch it was uh, but realistic i mean like was it minus they apparently ai uh, ai directors do not know how to people drink in real life um so every time they went to take a sip of the beer it's like this weird mouth sex going on with the bottle yeah. <laughs> and the, if you look closely like the fingers like ai also has problem with fingers like their fingers will be behind something but then they'll be in the container of beer yeah. so they'll, they'll be doubled so it's like this weird creepy factor that you'll see if you watch this video you can find it just just search it just search ai beer commercial you can see it for yourself just the yeah. thumbnail is just uh, is amazing you go back to the beginning like the show the doesn't know what yeah. Doesn't know what beer bottles mean. Doesn't like beer cans look like thermoses. Thermoses. Oh, my favorite scene was the the two guys drinking the same beer bottle. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know. That's borderline yeah. like pornographic. A little, it's a little pornographic. Yeah. I was like, huh. This is a double sided bottle they're drinking out of. And they're making like and they're like the, the tongues were going right because it was so it was like yeah that's, yeah. Yeah. So just, if you watch it, be prepared. You're going to see some stuff that might disturb you later. Lots of mouth sex. But it just shows uh, that AI doesn't know. It knows the the basics, but it doesn't know the specifics. Well, but it, it, did, it did well, though, right? Like, it's a barbecue. Okay. There yes. are people hanging out, weirdly laughing. <laughs> you know, um, they had beverages of liquid in their hand. Mm -hmm. um, and it was brown liquid because, like, there's a, the containers that they showed that were glass or plastic or whatever, the, the, the liquid was beer-like. Beer-like. Beer or cola-like. Yeah. Yeah, or cola-like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for 100% generated from a machine, they, they kind of look like people doing outdoor barbecue Bud Light type things, you know? Yes. And then it ends with an explosion. <laughs> it ends with an explosion. I don't know if that's prophetic. Because if that's what, that's how the airs are going to guess, we're going to have a weird backyard barbecue and then the whole world's going to explode like Terminator 2. A little Skynet, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I mean, if I you got to go. I did pay attention to that more than any other beer commercial I've ever watched. So mm. yeah, maybe it's good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not as good as uh, SNL, Chris Farley, Schlitz Gay Beer. That is probably oh. the best beer commercial ever Yeah, him and Adam Sandler. Oh, I love that one, yeah. Yeah. But this is a, a close contender with the awkwardness of it, yeah. So, I don't even know, man. I, I don't know. So, with the prompt again, will AI art go too far? Has it gone too far? Where do we expect it to go? Um, also, watch this video, guys. Internet world, this is, uh, it's worth the, the 30 seconds. Yeah, it just shows that, again, AI is not quite, it doesn't have a grasp on what reality is yet. 
So has it gone too far? Not yet. Not with this commercial, but that could change rapidly in the next five years. Yeah. Obviously, the writing is a lot better. The writing AI bots and stuff, uh, doing a better job than some of this video stuff. Um, some of the art stuff I've seen is pretty good. I think you're just a step behind on the video uh, AI. Mm -hmm. You know, I know a lot of regular artists are kind of they're not happy about AI art because you can yeah. just instead of paying an actual artist, you can just generate a, your own art with a prompt and say, hey, you know what this artist was doing? I'm just going to plug it into into this machine and it'll give me what you could have given me for less. But again, I haven't seen any AI art. I've, I can I consume art not on a regular basis, but like I'm, I'm local guys. Like there's a local guy called Eric Pabone. I bought a couple of his pieces, and I don't think an AI could do what he does necessarily. But I can see why artists are kind of worried about it. Well, if you looked at the the art the artwork from the last episode, that was AI art generated with the uh, the monkey sitting on stage, the gorilla on stage for our show. I don't mm -hmm. know if actually pays attention to the art, but I. I, used, I know I put it on YouTube. Okay, <laughs> stable diffusion. No, I think it was. I don't. I, I think it might have been Mid Journey. But, okay. Uh, yeah. Stable diffusion is the one that I've used. The one that I have experience with, and it just it's all right. It's pretty good, man. Like, I don't. I'm not a master of like the prompting, but I've seen some images that are like, wow, that's that's pretty spot on. You know. Oh. Is yeah. AI, but with that is is this the same thing? Is is a deep fake AI art? Is another sort question. Of. Sort of. So, but <clears throat> I'd say it's no because learning. it's right. But you're putting real stuff that's been filmed, and you're modifying it slightly to say it, to because you're taking actual footage that was shot, and you're putting right. and you're changing the dialogue around. So it's, I'd say they're 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 related, but they're not the same thing. Well, okay, but a step further then, this beer commercial we just watched, if we, <laughs> it's AI driven, then we do some machine learning and, and we put in our faces into it. And then now we're every person in this commercial, that's machine learning, that's deep faking. Is, okay. is that, what is that now? You know, is it AI? Is it deep fake? I mean, it's all machine driven, so. Mm. Uh <clears throat> that well, that commercial wasn't. Those people were generated. They weren't. Were they actual people that exist? I mean, the, they the computer based it off of people, right? But they're not real people's. Okay. And the, then, as far as that goes, right? But then, in like a deep fake, you're making someone do something that they didn't actually do by putting our faces on there. You're just modifying the art. You're not really making a deep fake because those people really never existed. But we exist. We exist, yeah. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> See, there you go. You stumped, you stumped me. Congratulations. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> yeah, and, and deep fake for those the listening audience is just when you. Well, I, I think Jim said it best: is you you put a face on a character in a movie. So, like our classic example from one of our previous episodes was like subbing in. God, it was it was Marty McFly and Doc Brown. And it yeah, was it, Tom Holland and who was and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, as, as Doc. Doc. Yeah, yeah. That, and that you know what? Yeah, that's a deep fake. But uh, it's interesting to think about because I mean, okay, let's just take a step. Well, 
Uh, two points. One is a timely conversation because uh, the, screen the Screenwriters Guild, I can say that again, Screenwriters Guild is currently striking because they want in their contracts to say that. That was a Writers Guild. Yeah, the Writers Guild. Is it okay? Maybe it's just a broader Writers Guild, not necessarily the Screenwriters Guild. Um, I think all, I think it's the Writers Guild for TV, movies, everybody yeah. is striking right now. Yeah. If you're, yeah. Exactly, you're 100 correct there. And 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 what they want in their contracts is to say that they will not have to use support, fix uh, AI text generation because you know not to put too fine a point on that, but you know you could you could prompt Chat GPT to say write me a comedy sketch, and at some point it can cycle through enough comedy sketches to probably make a decent one, and then they and then the writers would fix it right and make it serviceable then they don't want to do that right this is their craft and mm. trade that they want to have a real-time job doing it and uh so that's one of the what's that's one of their striking points they want to say they don't have to do this in their contracts yeah. so so that's a example of too far right or in the future they expect it to be too far yeah right. but again that's i'm gonna i'm gonna straight up say it, it, that's that's human greed that's right, so them not wanting to pay the writers the money that they're owed and they're using AI as a crutch. AI didn't yep. do that necessarily to take the writer's job. It's being used by the humans. So it's being used too far by these companies, I would say. Yeah, it's a, it's a moral issue more than, yeah. Dang humans. Well, it's a moral, but I mean, it, it, yeah. We're like, the show's supposed to be fun, guys. Why are we getting into moral <laughs> issues? But it's it's all of its moral. I yeah. mean, yeah. is it moral ethical to scrub or scrape all of the deviant art off the internet? And and because that's one of the groups uh, who has a lot of user con uh, created art that I think Stable Diffusion or one of the one of the AI art generators created scraped all that stuff off, used it in their their algorithms, you know, their their neural networks, and and now it makes better art because it did that. But it's someone else's art to start with. So, like, where is that? Where is that line? You know, I, I don't know. I'm just, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know either. It's, it's. I would say whenever, whenever, wherever a human loses a, uh, a an opportunity to make a living, that's where the line should be. But it's not there. <laughs> no. But yeah, I mean, they've been taking our jobs for years. Taking our jobs, yeah. That's all the jobs we don't want. I don't know, something like that. Well, <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah. Our show rules are don't get political. So this is not a political statement. It's not. Oh, 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 but, warning, 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 warning. But I mean, recently in like Louisville, Kentucky, like there are a couple of 10 year olds working at McDonald's doing like fry work and working like the 2 a.m. and stuff. They're 10 years old or maybe 12. I mean, is that appropriate <laughs> use of labor? That's a it's job not. someone could have as a person. Yeah. And it's not a, it's a human job, but it could you know possibly done by a, a, a machine. I mean, so I don't know. Well, that burger flip robot it was supposed to it was supposed to revolutionize the industry, and it failed. It broke down, and we haven't seen Flippy or whatever it was called since Great. then. So mm. yeah, it's an interesting space because at some point, I don't know. What do you think, Tommy? Like, uh, I'm gonna put Tommy in the line here. I mean, you're you deal with computer things do you think you know there uh, these ai arts coming for your job you know i mean it could be i mean we i jokingly we i mean i wrote i write code to do something you, you can put it into one of these you know gp uh uh 
pots and say, uh, I want to write me code to do this. And it spits out pretty decent, decent code. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely something to uh, think about, or at least, uh, I mean, obviously there's, there's still going to be some intervention and some kind of uh, checking, but it could do basic stuff that, you know, we, that kids coming out of school are doing or, uh older guys that are that have been in the industry for a while it could take stuff that they're doing and probably do it better in some cases so it's definitely it's definitely something to think about and to uh consider i mean resume writing bots and stuff like i don't know <laughs> interesting yeah i i haven't used it in that capacity to like write a resume but i, I asked it to write yeah some code uh, i am the worst coder this side of the Mississippi. I'm sure and I'm worse than you. It, that could be true. I've tried do it. To, to do it. <laughs> so there's that impetus. But uh, yeah, I asked it to write some code like for tracking some video or something, you know, and it, it, it plays on the video loop. And it, it did okay, you know, better than I could. <laughs> so I mean, but, everything, yeah, I mean, code is all it is, is an algorithm that to do stuff is just step by step things to do. So it could probably you know, do things faster and better. I mean, there's obviously probably some optimization that people or, you know, specific things that you need to modify it. But could I say, write this program to do this? And then like the Writers Guild, you know, like just massage this to to be what I need and Mm -hmm. it's good enough. Like probably. Good enough. (laughs) Right. Good enough for for government work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's interesting. Too far, not far enough. I'll say, you know what? I'm not impressed with the porn. I'm not. <laughs> I was expecting more from them. VR. You just say you try the VR. Now you're right. I haven't tried VR. So that's maybe where the thing is. I know, Greg. Can I borrow your VR set for a while? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It won't come back sticky. I promise. But... Oh yeah, no, not at all. Uh, I didn't know they had VR porn, <laughs> let alone AI-driven VR porn. Oh shit! It's oh. probably out there. What else do you use AI for? I mean VR. Yeah. Oh. Great. I don't know. Research. <laughs> I'm researching this guys. I don't know. After watching this uh beer commercial, I don't think the porn would be very good. It would be uh awkward. More like Jack and Japanese uh hente or something, just like what the fuck's going on here, man? You know. I mean if you can't get the human fingers right, then I mean what else is not gonna get right? Make it tentacles and then it doesn't matter. That's also true. <laughs> I'll be right back, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I Dear kid, Google. I kid. Dear Google, no, I'm gonna need the dark web for that shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna need. I'm gonna, can't search for that on Google. Yeah. I, I guess I can answer the question. The prompt now is like when it when we're impossible when it's impossible to distinguish reality from fantasy. That's where AI has gone too far. But again, it goes back to us letting it get that far and not trying to dispel it and not like doing proper research and they're like oh it's just it's real it's not but we didn't try hard enough to figure it out yeah when it becomes more harm than good i guess is is what you're trying to say there yeah basically well way to bring everybody down the show great yeah yeah sound big choice i'm glad we did this you're right that is way too negative of a uh ending let's uh let's spice this up a little bit make it a little positive I mean, with gaming, I mean, yeah, with gaming, uh, gaming's just going to get better and better, probably. 
you know, we discussed that before on the show, but yeah, with AI and like if it's used the right way with like like with Zelda and like maybe the next Last of Us game and all that stuff, it'll make it just so much better with the effects and everything. And then you can have you can play with AI in the game or have it be characters that will give you like real time human reactions, maybe. Someone's working on that now a little bit. They're uh I think they are working with Skyrim because Skyrim is like the most amazing game ever that has every modification ever. It's like 10 years old, or I think at this point, there's been like released on every platform, including the TI-83. Uh, and um, so Skyrim is this like very modular game where you can you can do modifications. So they've in they're creating voice dialogue using chat GPT and like some voice modulation. So you could like basically like type in a question to like an NPC and get some kind of like feedback that's generated on the fly for you. That's so great. It can t- yeah. And like, tell me about this cool dragon scale armor. Then the NPC will reference its list of whatever's and tell you about the dragon scale armor. And so it's super cool. I mean, like take that and then expand it into like, I'm a one person developer and I'm going to make all these games. And now you don't even have to like <laughs> do anything as they do anything. You have to think of the concepts and do all that kind of crap. But, you know, the Beards Brews and Bourbon game could come out soon, you know, where we drink beer to power up and, and fight bearded enemies or maybe grow our beard longer to get whatever. And, you know, it's it's a whole thing that could be created, you know, in a week or a month or something with uh, zero budget. So it's mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. It's kind of exciting. What, what would Irish Giant play in that game? What would, what, what would he be? He would be a, a a three foot tall figure with like no hair and a giant red. He's a he's a dwarf. He's a dwarf. Um, yeah, I mean, and Irish Giant's tall. I'm not saying he's not, but the the oxymoron, the, the uh, mm-hmm. it, it would have to be a short guy. Then oh, he would say boy <laughs> <a lot. laughs> Going with the stereotypes. Yeah, you gotta lean into him. Oh, okay. Uh, Tommy, what would Jim's character be? I don't know. <laughs> Not an answer. I want an answer, man. Come on. Ah, <laughs> uh, what would my character be first so I can think of something? <laughs> All right, Jim. What is his character? Um, let's see. Oh, I mean, you know, jujitsu. So that would be pretty. I have to. I saw the, the Gracie shirt. Yep. Yep. So some kind of you'd be the fighter probably on the, the martial artist on the group probably because every like go back to old school Final Fantasy you need like a rounded out party. Yeah. So, but it would be but just be a bit we, we couldn't spell jujitsu, right? So it would be just, I won't spell it just for I won't want to offend anybody, but it would be a misspelled misspelling of jujitsu. Jujitsu man. Yeah, I just think of like a store vendor, like some kind of uh oddity store vendor like in a Final Fantasy game or something like that. With like uh fun one liners. Mm. Mm. I can see that. And then it'll all be about beer or something. Yeah. Except yeah. the back room with the beads. The beads and the be- I would have beads in the back. I'm like, yeah, pay action if you want to go see what's in here. <laughs> and and art style, 8 bit. Are we okay with 8 bit art style? Uh, 16, Pixelation? 16 bit. 16? Okay. Pixel art, I guess, is where I'm trying to get to. Pixel art. At least 16. I mean, 8 bit's okay, but 16 bit at least if you want just people to move. <laughs> okay. The right way. 32 bit. Pixel art. In 64 level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about right. Now, Greg, I don't know what you'd be. I, I'm smart enough not to ask the question. So we'll <laughs> leave that. Uh, let's see. Some <laughs> kind of man bun, 
over explaining <laughs> yeah. uh nerd resource yeah. wizard of some kind. I'm okay with that. I can hand you a sword and say, you know, don't go into the dark or you, you need mm-hmm. to take this with you. Yeah. Um actually, this is how you use the sword. Once he sees how you try to use the sword. Yeah. Can, like, uh, well, technically some, kind of, <laughs> some Pokemon professor or something like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just put um, a lab coat for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Are you even a doctor? Uh yes. Uh, no, doctor. no, I work at a gas station, but you know, we're the lab coat. <sighs> you have like a uh a thing on the wall, but it's scrawled in crayon. <laughs> where you graduated from right diploma yeah crayola university yeah that's funny yeah i like it i like it <laughs> that is a more positive outlook than what we started with so uh i'm okay with it that. is i'm glad we uh glad we took the time to get away from other stuff but seriously right. go watch that video it's 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 weirdly epic i think that's the title of the show weirdly epic all right well ladies and gentlemen in the audience and gentlemen here on the show i think that will do it for tonight thanks for paying attention to this garbage we <laughs> appreciate it yes this hot hot pile of dumpster fire garbage uh, ai's can't give you this chat gpt can't write this dear chat gpt write a podcast with three drunk gentlemen talking about beards and brews and bourbons <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, okay, fine. It will, it will be able to do it, but it, it won't yeah. be as funny as me. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Standing on that hill, probably gonna die on it. Yep. Alrighty, fellow listeners, I think we are done for the show. This is your host, Greg Scott, on Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. With me, I have two excellent gentlemen. Oh, JP Everton's still here, and Tommy G. And that's the show.